Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today is episode one of Wednesday Night Royalty, where I bring you guys reviews on Royal Rumbles and King of the Rings. And starting off episode one today, I'm going to go over the first ever Royal Rumble. Uh, starting off the ma- uh, the evening, we go into our first match of the night. It is Ravishing Rick Rude versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, starting off the match, Rude and Steamboat both exchange in the middle of the ring. Ricky then hits a arm drag takedown on Rude. Ricky then hits a devastating chop on Rude in the middle of the ring. Rude then hits a body slam on Ricky on the outside. Ricky then hits a suplex on Rude. Ricky then attempts to hit a crossbody on Rude, but Rude, Rude ends up throwing the referee in front of him, taking out the ref. Rude then puts Ricky in like a torture rack, if you will, and uh, ends up incapacitating Ricky, and he's unable to uh, you know, get up from the uh, torture rack. So the winner of the match at first was ravishing Rick Rude, but uh, I believe it was Earl Hebner that reversed uh, reversed the win and ended up giving it to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat by disqualification because Rude ended up throwing Earl Hebner in front of Ricky when Ricky was doing his crossbody trying to hit Rude. So your winner of the match is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. After that match, we go into our second match of the evening. It is the Glamour Girls defending their WWF Women's Tag Team Championships against the Jumping Bomb Angels. Um, this was a decent match. It really was. It was a two out of three falls match. By the way, this was a good match, though. Uh, starting off the match, the Falling Angels end up attacking the Glamour Girls to get the match started. Judy Martin then hits a scoop slam on one of the Angels. Red Angel then hits a crossbody on Leilani Kai. Then the Jumping Bomb Angels apply a figure four on the Glamour Girls in the middle of the ring. Judy Martin then hits a flip power bomb on Red Angel and then ends up getting the first pin of the, of the match. And the first pin goes to the Glamour Girls. After that pin, Pink Angel then hits a crossbody on Leilani Kai. Yazuki hits a roll-up and pins one of the Glamour Girls for three. And the second fall goes to the Jumping Bomb Angels. Um, after that fall, after that fall, we go in. Uh, Yazuki ends up hitting a step-up enziguri on Judy Martin, which was absolutely brutal. Lilani Kai then hits a underhook suplex on Tatino. And the Jumping Bomb Angels hit a double drop kick off the top rope on Judy Martin and pin Judy Martin for the three. And your winners of the match... And new WWF Women's Tag Team Champions are the Jumping Bomb Angels. Uh, this was a great match, man. I mean, I don't know much about Leilani Kai. I do know a little bit about Judy Martin. I have no idea who the Jumping Bomb Angels were, but they were way before their time, man. I mean, some of the movesets that they were doing in this match, the cross bodies, the topes that I saw in, in the match were fantastic. And, you know, I hate saying this, but, like, you see women's tag team wrestling nowadays and you see – the women's tag team matches from back in the day. I remember calling a Bull Nukano match not too long ago, and it was fantastic. Same thing with the Jumping Bomb Angels, man. The stuff that they were doing was crazy. You know, so hats off to all four women that were in this match because it was absolutely fantastic. It was probably one of the matches of the night, to be honest with you. Um, so hats off to the Jumping Bomb Angels for getting the win. Um, after that match, we go into our next match. It is the first ever Royal Rumble 20-man match. Um... It was a good match. Uh, starting off the match, the first two competitors that are in the ring are none other than Tito Santana and Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, but starting off the match, Hart hits an atomic drop on Tito. Ten seconds left till the next competitor comes to the ring. After the ten seconds are up, Butch Reed is the next person to arrive to the ring. Reed hits then uh, Reed hits an axe handle on Tito off the top rope. Nyhart then arrives to the ring. Reed, Hart, and Nyhart end up attacking Tito Santana in the middle of the ring. Jake Roberts then arrives to the ring. Roberts then eliminates Butch Reed. Reed, is he's gone. Uh, Roberts then hits a scoop slam on Bret Hart in the middle of the ring. Nyhart then hits a brutal, devastating clothesline on Jake Roberts. 
Harley Race then arrives to the ring. Harley drops elbows on Roberts in the middle of the ring. Jim Brunzel from the Killer Bees, he has arrived to the ring. Brunzel ends up attacking Bret Hart. Sam Houston then arrives to the ring as well. Nyhart and Hart both eliminate Tito Santana. He is gone. Danny Davis, then he arrives to the ring. Houston then attacks Davis. Roberts hits a back suplex on Davis and looked absolutely brutal. Uh, one of the Koloffs arrives to the ring. Koloff then attacks Sam Houston. Koloff then attacks Jake Roberts in the middle of the ring. Davis then hits a drop kick on Sam Houston. Don Morocco, then uh, he's the next one coming to the ring. He's making his way down the aisle. But right behind him is uh, Nikolai Volkov. I guess he thought that he was the next one that was going to enter the match, not, not Don Morocco. Morocco then ends up turning around, sees uh, Nikolai behind him on the outside, ends up pretty much hitting him right in the face on the outside. Uh, then one of the Koloffs is eliminated from the match. Nikolai Volkov is the next person that arrives to the, in the ring. Harley Race is then eliminated. Jim Duggan then arrives. Uh, Ron Bass then arrives as well. Ron Bass ends up attacking Danny Davis in the middle of the ring. Nikolai Volkov then eliminates Jim Brunzel from the Killer Bees. He is gone. Brian uh, Blair from the Killer Bees then arrives. Hillbilly Jim as well arrives. Hillbilly Jim then eliminates Jim Neidhart. Dino Bravo shows up in the ring. Ron Bass eliminates, eliminates Sam Houston. Then the Ultimate Warrior, big fan Ultimate Warrior, by the way. He ends up arriving to the ring. Uh, then Bret Hart gets eliminated. One-man gang shows up. Gang and then ends up eliminate, eliminating Brian Blair. Gang also eliminates Jake Roberts as well. Junkyard Dog arrives. Nikolai uh, Volkov is eliminated as well as Hillbilly Jim. Jim Duggan then el eliminates Danny Davis. Warrior is also eliminated as well as Junkyard Dog. Ron Bass also gets eliminated. And then after that, pretty much one-man gang goes on a whole tangent in the, in the middle of the ring. He ends up elim eliminating Don Morocco and Dino Bravo as well. Duggan then ends up getting the win by eliminating one-man gang. And your winner of the match in the first ever Royal Rumble was none other than Jim the Hacksaw Duggan. Um, it was a great match, man. It really was. And uh, hats off to one-man gang because, I mean, he was going on a humongous tangent in that ring, man, eliminating a lot of people. Um, so hats off to one-man gang in the match. Um, it was kind of funny with the whole Nikolai Volkov and Don Morocco thing on the outside when Morocco pretty much punched Nikolai right in the face on the outside. Um, it was some notable names in this in the Royal Rumble. I mean, it was cool seeing Harley Race. Rest in peace to Harley Race. Um, he had like the, the king outfit on with the purple trunks and like the king crown on the trunks. It was pretty cool. Um, and also seeing Don Morocco, that guy was a monster, man. They like he's like the new age Brian Cage, man. That guy was massive. Uh, so it's cool seeing Don Morocco. I do think they could have added a couple more names to this, though, like maybe Jimmy Superfly Snuka, maybe even Macho Man Randy Savage. Um, it, they just could have added more notable names to it. I don't know about Roddy Piper, whether he was with the company at the time or not. Um, but if he wasn't hurt or anything, they should have added Roddy Piper. Um, so it was definitely missing a couple notable names. But I also, you know, I'm going to give him a break because it was the first ever Royal Rumble and they really didn't know what they had with the Rumble or where it was going to take off. Um, but it was all in all, it was a good Royal Rumble. It really was. Um, after the Royal Rumble, we go into our main event of the evening, though. It is the Islanders versus the Young Stallions at, for a two out of three falls match. To be honest, this match was really lackluster, man. I mean, it didn't really bring any heat to the event. Um, I mean, the Islanders end up winning the entire match. I mean, it was kind of lackluster, man. I mean, they end up attacking Paul Rema's leg from the Young Stallions, apply the single crab, and the Islanders end up getting the win because Paul Rema ended up tapping out. Um, a couple of things that I did take away from this Royal Rumble is that the Rumble definitely should have been the main event. 
Um, I don't know where their head was at with this. I mean, if they were going to put the Islanders versus Young Stallions, it definitely could have been in the mid card. Meanwhile, there was only pretty much four matches on this entire card for the Royal Rumble, so there wasn't that many. But I did not see the point of putting the Islanders and the Young Stallions pretty much in the main event of of the Royal Rumble card itself. I I didn't see. I don't know where their head was at on that one, but it made no sense at all. Um. The Royal Rumble itself, like I had stated before, like it was a little lackluster, but again, I'm going to give them a break because I don't think they really knew what they had with the Rumble. And the first ever Rumble was not, it was only 20 people. It was not 30. There was only 20. So I feel like they could have added more names to it. And I kind of wish they did. But all in all, it was a decent Rumble. Some notable names, you know, it was great seeing Harley Race, God Rest His Soul, and, you know, Ultimate Warrior and Chunkyard Dog. Um, Hillbilly Jim, that was kind of funny seeing him. Don Morocco. Morocco, like I said, is a freaking beast. Um, great athlete. So, I mean, it was it was a good night. I mean, I think the best match, the two best matches of that card, to be honest, probably wasn't even the Rumble to me. It was Ricky Steamboat and uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. Then the Glamour Girls defending their uh, WWF Women's uh, Tag Team Championships against the Jumping Bomb Angels. That match was fantastic. You know, I don't know what the hell WWE is doing nowadays with the Roman Tag Team Division, but my God. I mean, those Jumping Bomb Angels, man, even if like you put them and take them to the fu- from there to the future now, man, it, wow. Some crazy matches. I mean, the best way I can describe them, it kind of reminds me of Asuka and Kyrie Sane, just based off the moon, like the moveset that they were doing in that match with the Glamour Girls and what Asuka and Kyrie Sane do now as a tag team. Phenomenal stuff, man. You know, and clearly, you know, they had a WWF women's tag team back then. So I don't know how many women they had that were wrestling for WWF back in the day. But my God, man, it was phenomenal. And Ravishing Rick Rude and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, they're always going to give you a good match, man. Every time I've seen Ricky wrestle, it's always been a high quality match. Um, A couple matches that, you know, I can name off the top of my head right now. They're some of his best matches I've ever seen. Number one, I got to give it to Ricky. I would say Steamboat versus Savage. Phenomenal match. Absolutely phenomenal match. I mean, that was poetry in motion. You're not going to get a better match than that. And then I would say, I believe it was Ricky Steamboat versus Ric Flair at the Chi-Town Rumble for Flair's World Heavyweight Championship. I think that's what the pay-per-view was called. I'm not, don't, don't quote me 100% on that. But I believe it was the Chi-Town Rumble, and it was a phenomenal match. I mean, I believe Teddy Long was the referee. In the end of the match, I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, both guys, it was like both guys knew each other. They knew what they were, you know, they knew what each each one of them were going to bring to the table in that match. And it was just great, fantastic match. Um, So, you know what you're going to get out of Ricky Steamboat. And he was he was a humongous baby face, man. Um, obviously, Rick Rude being a heel, he's always been a heel. But Steamboat, I mean, people love Ricky Steamboat. And fans gravitated to him, man. They love Steamboat. And even before he got to WWF, when he was in WCW and stuff like that, and NWA, like they loved Ricky Steamboat and what he could bring to the table, the high-flying crossbody that he does, the the chop that he does off the top rope. I mean, it's just phenomenal, man. His moveset was also way before anybody's time, too. I mean, the, the stuff that he was pulling in that ring and that squared circle was absolutely phenomenal. So hats off to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, obviously a Hall of Famer and rightfully so. I mean, the guy's a legend, man, absolute legend. Again, hats off to Ravishing Rick Rude, man. He played the heel correctly, and that that net breaker that he did as his finisher was brutal, man. 
And some of the matches he had with Steamboat and Ultimate War, I remember the, I believe it was an Iron Man match that he had with Steamboat that was just brutal. You know, so obviously you could see the talent between both guys there. But um, I usually give these these shows a rating from a 1 out of 10. I'm honestly going to give this a 5. Maybe the high highest I'll go is a 6. And I know a lot of people might not agree with that, but I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. This this World Rumble card was pretty bad. Uh, I mean, besides the two matches but with Rick Rude and Steamboat and the Glamour Girls versus Jumping Bomb Angels, the, the, the Royal Rumble itself was really lackluster to me. It, it didn't really bring much to the table. And again, I know they probably didn't know what they had with the Rumble at that time, so I'm not going to be too harsh about it. But, man, they could have added way more names to that. Even if they would have kept it to 20 people, the 20 people they could have added to that Royal Rumble would have been awesome. You know, you would have cherry-picked the best ones that you can find and put them in the Royal Rumble. And I'm not saying that the competitors that were in this match were bad, but some of them, you know, I could have done without. The Killer Bees, I could have done without. Um, Danny Davis could have definitely done without. Ron Bass could have done without. You know, it just, you know, it needed more names to bring it a little bit more notoriety than what it was. And, Again, I'm sure they didn't know what the Royal Rumble was going to be. You know, it's still going on to this day, and here we are. You know, I think the first Rumble was 1988, and here we are in 2020. So, obviously, they didn't know at that time where the Royal Rumble was actually going to go, and it's one of their, like, top four pay-per-views of the year. Um, so, hats off to Vince for creating the Royal Rumble. Um, I just think they could have added more names. So, but yeah, I had to give this show like a maybe a five, man. It just wasn't that great. The main event, having the Islanders versus the Young Stallions, nah, man. You they should have they that's when they messed up severely on this card. Is you should have had the Royal Rumble as the main event, and they didn't. They ended up putting the Islanders versus the Young uh, the Young Stallions, and it just it didn't really like it didn't even speak Royal Rumble to me, you know. And I've seen some Paul Roma matches. I've seen a lot of Haku matches, and this definitely wasn't the best Haku match I've ever seen. That's a fact. And Haku is a freaking beast, man. That guy is crazy. It just wasn't, it was just lackluster. It really was. Compared to the other World Rumbles, even in that same decade. Now, it was horrible. It absolutely was. So I had to give this a five. So, but um, I hope you guys enjoyed the review on the first ever World Rumble for Wednesday Night Royalty. I hope you guys are out there staying safe, be careful, and remember, stay classic. Peace.